With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, yo, what's going on? With prices soaring at the pump, Discover's got your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards at limitations. They do apply. You know, and and just really quick, just the last five minutes, all I've done is think about that game against the Rams in 2020, <laughs> right? Because Frank Gore is retiring from the NFL, finally retiring. Yeah. Uh, and he single-handedly changed the course of uh, NFL history because on third and six with the Jets 0-13, 
He catches a pass from Sam Darnold, and he backs backs up, and he falls over the first down marker. The Rams defenders all throw their hands up like, we're going to lose to this team with no wins. And, and it was the game that made them say, we got to get rid of Jared Goff. So there was that. That was like, okay, Jared Goff was terrible. We got to move on. That game changed the course of NFL history a couple of ways because that was you could tell that was the game where Sean McVay had had it with Jared Goff, and they knew, okay, we have to go on someplace else. They go and get Matthew Stafford. They win the Super Bowl. But for the Jets, it was, hey, I didn't care if they were going to go 0-16 because they were going to get – I've seen 0-16 seasons. We were going to get Trevor Lawrence. No, no, no. When I watched Frank Gore catch that ball and fall backwards over the first down marker, I said, we just lost – we just lost Trevor Lawrence because of that. But you know Frank what? Gore. But what that, are we doing? But, but you know what? That's what gets him into the Hall of Fame. Because even in, in a game that meant nothing, <laughs> he was giving you maximum effort. He ran for 59 I, 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 yards and I, a I, touchdown. I, I couldn't even get that out. 59 yards and a touchdown, and he had the big catch. Only catch of the day on third and six. And we, hey, we won. We weren't getting Trevor Lawrence. Maximum after that. effort, even to the uh, final touches of his NFL career. Weren't getting it. He said, you know what? This has great ramifications for the league going forward, but damn it, I don't care. I'm fighting for that first down like I was taught when I was seven years old and first put on a pair of mini shoulder pads. We're so disappointing. I was so upset. I mean, see, now, I was, see, now you're like, he cannot get into the Hall of Fame because look what he did. He altered oh, NFL history. Watching that play, I remember going, yeah! Like it was all the emotions going through me all at once, right? No, no glad we won. Well, but, the thing washes oh, over you going, oh, this is going to come back to Frank Gore, because yeah. we got to put him out there, right? We couldn't put some third string guy out there that's young that might be giving it. No, let's get a guy out there to make sure he's not going to make that play. No, no, let's get Frank Gore out there. Got to win this game. You're 0-13. You're done. Do Adam oh. Gase, do the Jets solid you're getting fired anyway keep losing so we can at least have no, but, but, but look you would say and this goes back to the ryan fitzpatrick calculation of acceptable failure rate assuming that frank gore at the end of his long illustrious career was not <laughs> going to be able to gain six yards <laughs> that he was more likely to fall short than the young guys trying to make their name going forward so Adam Gaze did the math and mm-hmm. go figure. Mm-hmm. He did it wrong. Uh, Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike? It's swollen dome. <laughs> Luckily, Mike does the math on this show. Uh, a bit of reversal of fight. Like, it's kind of the way the game has gone. Yeah. It was all Golden State in the first quarter. It was all Boston in the second quarter. It was all Golden State in the third quarter. And it's been all Celtics so far here in the yeah. fourth quarter. They have started the game or this quarter on a 9-0 run and cut Golden State's lead, which was at 15 just a couple minutes ago. It is now 92-89, nine minutes to go in the game. Basically, all of Golden State's lead is gone, and the Celtics are going to try to win this game by playing two good quarters. Right, like like oh. how the how the how the Warriors used to win games by playing like you know we're gonna play good for like four minutes here and we're gonna you know we're going like a sixteen oh yeah run. At my yeah. signal unleash no, no, no. hell absolutely Celtics gonna try to do it by playing two good quarters so uh, it is a three point lead right now for Golden State over Boston again ninety two eighty nine Steph has thirty Andrew Wiggins with twenty uh, Jalen Brown's got nineteen Jason Tatum just twelve he is having a horrendous game tonight he is three out of yeah. 16 missed from a couple the field. of free throws very early on yeah he, he has he not played well he you know he had that three go down early and i said okay now he's got it going no hasn't gotten it going at all he is having a horrendous night 
three for 16 from the floor. But again, still, this is a now a two-point yeah. game. Jalen Brown hits a big three to make it 94-92. On the other end, you had had a touch pass from Draymond Green to Andre Iguodala. Yeah. He's got seven points off the bench yeah. for the Warriors as well. So uh, veteran savvy multiplies. We talked about all the other guys. It's like, oh, wait, we got Iguodala back in too. <laughs> so uh, we'll have more on this game as it continues on. Uh, again, still a lot of time left to go, just uh, under eight minutes left here. Uh, but a quote that's making its way around today is something Tom Brady said following the match last night, his big golf outing with Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. But I, I contend it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Like, it's gone into the ether. Because trying to actually find said quote well, is, he, is a very difficult task. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like he wanted it scrubbed from existence. Immediately <laughs> <laughs> this thing. <laughs> After saying it. <laughs> uh, on a roundtable on TNT following the match, uh, again, he was with everybody, he was asked about why he decided to come out of retirement when he did. And he said that he felt pressure to end it because of free agency. Quote, it's not that I'm not 100% committed. It's just as soon as I make the commitment to do it, it's like, ugh, all right, here we go. It's like running a marathon. You can't decide two weeks before the marathon, hey, I'm going to start running. We got right to free agency, and I felt some pressure to do it and talked to the team and organization, and it all worked out. This is a load of crap. It is a big, he's trying to deliver a big load of crap to your doorstep and say, here you go, I want you to believe it. Um, Tom Brady. You had retired. You didn't have to worry about free agency. You were done. You were done with the National Football League. You had retired. You had retired. Retired means you don't play anymore. Retired means, well, I'm retired, but then I'll come out when it's time for free agency. No, you retired from the game. So in theory, because I'm borrowing a Mike Harmon fame, in theory, when he says, in theory, I like your point. In (laughs) theory, Tom Brady should not have had to worry about this, right? Because he was retired, right? I'm done. Okay, you guys figure it out. I'm done playing, man. I finished. No. He came out of retirement because the plan was always to play. And I keep telling you this, that he wanted to get out of Tampa and he wanted to get to a different destination. Now, maybe it was Miami and the whole story about, oh, I'm going to be part owner of the team and I'm going to be the quarterback at the same time. I'm going to be the point guard and the other guard and the forward and the other forward like Jane Lynch and role models. (laughs) Uh, Or he wanted to get to San Francisco. He wanted to get someplace outside of Tampa Bay and he couldn't do it. He thought, I'm going to retire. They're going to file my papers. Everything's good and I can walk away because I still have a contract with Tampa Bay. However, Tampa Bay saw this and said, well, we're going to sit here and uh, see what you want to do. Bruce Arians even said, no, we wouldn't let him go to another team. It's bad business. There was no reason for him to retire if he was undecided. All Brady had to do if he was if this, if this he was telling us the truth is it right at the season to just say, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I, uh, I don't know if I want to play or not next year um so i'm going to take some time and decide and they would say okay tom decide by free agency and then he decides i'm going to play everything's great right but he retired he didn't have to retire he but he decided to retire why because it was a move it was a strategic move to try to get out of tampa because you telling me tampa would have said oh tom we're not gonna let you take your time you gotta let us know in a week you know we're gonna move on no it's tom take your time whatever you want you won the super bowl for us if that was the case that's what he would have done he would have waited and taken the time to decide right he's never once said my mistake was retiring he's never said oh i shouldn't have i was too hasty with my retirement he's never really covered dude why did you retire at all in the first place i'm telling you it was strategic 
He was, wasn't able to pull off what he wanted to pull off, and only Brady knows exactly what that's going to be. But it was probably something in that realm of Dolphins, 49ers, someplace else. Didn't see Tampa as being a team that's going to go to the Super Bowl. The guys have gotten older. They weren't as good. They went home in the playoffs earlier. But I still want to keep playing, so I'm going to get someplace else where I can go play and hopefully continue to win Super Bowls. And boy, San Francisco is more loaded now than they were a year ago. All of these things. But to him to try to tell us that hey yeah i felt the pressure to return if you were done you were done so i'm again he was never retired he was never retired from the game and wanted to do something and thought retiring was a strategic way to do it and it backfired on him and that's why he came back well we go back to the end of january when this story was starting to percolate right and it became the the question of all right was it leaked tom brady senior denying that it existed. Hey, he's made no determination, all of those things. Finally, we get all the Instagram posts and everything else. And he had his 40-day sojourn, right? Basically the Lenten season, as we joked about uh, very early in the process before it became in vogue to do so, you know, once Lent actually hit. But the, the point being that the way he's explaining it now, it works beautifully for him because you can believe it because they had a number of free agents that they had to clean up work on. Right. So him saying, hey, they needed to know at the start of free agency if I was coming back and I needed to decide one for the ramp up, but two, to make sure I didn't lose a bunch of teammates. It makes him look pretty good, doesn't it? Makes him look like a good organizational and and good teammate guy. Now, I like Tom Brady that we see in the match and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Curse everybody out. Oh, yeah. Make fun of everybody. Didn't really like that he was fat shaming Josh Allen, who's not fat, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, but when yeah, we, he definitely had some fun with Josh Allen. Yeah, no, night. he was yeah. really poking at him. Yeah. He says, hey, I got I got one of these. You don't have one of these. Yeah. You know, all of those kind of fun things. But it's just the the idea of this determination. Yeah, from a timeline perspective, it works. But as you and I had said from the end of January, I mean, this isn't the last of him. And I'd love to know what the details are. Hopefully we do get a candid approach in a book, a podcast that he does once he's a member of our Fox family in the round table. Are you kidding me? I'll be sitting there going, oh, 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 like I'm a horse shack going back to Welcome Back, Cotter. There you go. Timely reference. It's lived for 40 years, people. You know it. But just that idea of what what was real, what was imagined. But thinking that the Bucks were ever going to let him out yeah. is is really, for a guy that's made, we talk about Fitzpatrick and calculations, Tom Brady's made a lot of great calculations in his career, right? A lot of opportunity uh, t- opportunities for growth, a lot of great partnerships, expansion into so many different areas. This one? I I don't I can't believe he would have miscalculated that. Oh, they they got their Super Bowl. They're going to let me just. Walk. I, I I think he thought he knew he made a mistake by signing for that contract for another year, and I, I think that's the bane of what's going on. Is like, man, if I just didn't sign for the other year, I could do whatever I yeah, wanted but, to do. But here's the thing: and the team, the hold team on they have assembled there. Now you bring in Akeem Hicks uh, on your defensive line as part of the rotation. You, you got a, a squad in the NFC. Oh, yeah, there's, one, there's worse teams to go to, but there's other team places he wanted to get. No, 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 but that's just it. You Did know? he want to go follow a little of the Kevin Durant? Hey, if I go up to Silicon Valley, I could be a uh, big deal like him. But I'm telling you, load of crap. Tom Brady. Oh, I came back for free agency. Load of crap. 
AutoZone's got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply, so get in the zone. AutoZone. Just under five minutes left to go, and that big Golden State Warriors lead... That lead is all gone. The Celtics with a six-point lead, 109-103, with just under five to go in the fourth quarter. The Celtics, seven out of seven from three-point range in the fourth quarter. When we come back, are we talking about the Celtics stealing game one? Or is another incredible Warriors comeback? Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Warriors of the New Falcons, Mike Harmon. 28-3 lead. Oh, now not so much. Now we're talking, baby. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover's got your back with cashback. Use Discover to earn 5% cashback at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations, they do apply. That is just about going to do it. The Celtics, who trailed by 12 coming into the fourth quarter. They trailed by 15 midway point of the third quarter. They now have a 14-point lead over the Warriors, a 17-0 run in the last five minutes. It is 117 to 105, just under a minute left to go. It has been a shocking reversal of fortune, and it's been a tale of two quarters for the Celtics, right? They were great in the second quarter, and they were outstanding in the fourth quarter. Uh, to, and they're on the verge in, in 45 seconds. They will have game one wow. of the NBA Finals in dominant fashion. And it wasn't a Jason Tatum night. Jason Tatum still had a horrible night night all right your superstar three out of 17 for 12 yeah points. but read the one column that matters here uh the 13 assists there's the column Jason that matters in the way this has worked out today 51 percent as a squad from three-point range a lot of drive and kick it has been 
as good a game as you could possibly play if you are the Celtics, and you know, unless you're Tatum because you're not shooting well. But Al Horford has 25. He's made six threes yeah, tonight. Yeah, Al Horford has made yeah, six yeah, threes but tonight. Who, who are the two guys I spotlighted Woo! that needed to be huge in this series? Uh, you said Derek White. Your Derek guy, White and Al Horford guy, were going to be the White. two guys you needed production uh, you, from. You said Derek White and Nick Stauskas. Yeah, I, I, I can find the tape. You said Nick Stauskas. Between them, 11 of 16 from three-point range. Mm. For a total of 47 points. And to look at the Warriors who are going to lose this game despite the fact Steph Curry scored 21 in the first quarter, this is about as dire a situation as you can get for Golden State, right? Because what did I tell you the reason I picked the Celtics is because their youth was going to, and their defense was going to be able to control this series. And as we watched, you're going to see the Warriors look like they're getting old throughout the series. And that's what you saw in the fourth quarter, right? Steph couldn't get his shots, right? They clamped down on him in the fourth quarter. Clay couldn't get his shots, right? He had a three, but that's been it. Well, and then he had that layup down. after that that finally broke the uh, long streak. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you, yeah, he had a layup <laughs> yeah, when it was 120 to 105. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. I, you know, because no, he bo- box score readers. The box score readers. That's what yes. I mean. The box score readers are going to say, well, he scored these points. But they made it so difficult for the Warriors to mm-hmm. get their buckets in the fourth quarter. This wasn't a toss-up game. Going to the foot. This wasn't like ah. Oh, this was the Warriors were rolling, man. This was Splash Brothers. Everything was great. But like I said, youth and defense. That's the calling card for the Celtics. You could tell her they're all bought in. And this was a stunning fourth quarter. They're outscoring the Warriors with about 40 seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. 40-13. to 13. There's so many numbers I'm throwing at you because it's just so shocking right now. But this is exactly what I expected. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect the Celtics to win game one. I thought, okay, coming in, they're inexperienced because guys haven't played in the NBA Finals and the Warriors have a host of guys who've played in five. Uh, this is going to be the game that, all right, the Celtics get their feet wet then they get into it in game two and they wind up winning the series in six but they were able to adjust early on in this game they looked rattled in the very beginning but they stayed with it they hit threes and suddenly at halftime as well as the Warriors played Celtics were up by a bucket and and it looked like it got away from them in the third quarter and then it didn't because the Celtics stuck with what brought them here, and it was great defense, and they shut them down, and they hit shots down. Look, are they going to hit threes like this again in, in a game in the series? Probably not. You can't really expect that. They're 21 out of 41. That's probably not going to happen. But how they won this game, yes, they hit their threes, but this is now a blowout. This was defensively, they stopped the Warriors. The Warriors are going to finish this game with less than 110 points. All right, that that's a big victory for the Celtics, and they're going to up this one game to none lead. Seems like 3-0 because now suddenly the Warriors, in a must-win game two, or they're looking at getting swept. And they just had a game where they played as well as they could. Hey, three quarters were great, man. We're up by a lot. Steph is shooting, hitting threes. Everything is wonderful, and now they're going home getting boat raced. Uh, this is danger, Will Robinson time for Golden State. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. danger. Yeah, they hadn't lost a, a home playoff game yet in 2022. So you, you throw that up. You look at the, the Celtics, and one of my concerns as we came into the series was, all right, closing out. Well, they didn't have to worry about that because they just had to rally, right? So they were in a different mode. But the drive and kick, you know, we'll, we'll see the montage of Jason Tatum decision-making and wide-open threes, right? Defense collapsing on him and him making the, quote, right basketball play. Well, in this case, it was. 
because the assists continue to pile up. The Warriors end up finish, end up the game shooting 44% overall. They shot 42% from three, so you had that. Only, what, two additional makes for the game from three-point range for the Celtics. Two additional free throws along the way. Uh, rebounding was even. Turnovers were about even. So we, we get all the way through in, in terms of processing. You, you just had a fourth quarter where everything shut down and the active hands and seemingly boundless energy from the Celtics take over. And they start hitting shot after shot. You could see the frustration mounting for the Warriors, a number of plays. Again, looking for calls that aren't there. And this officiating crew didn't buy in, right? A couple of drives to the basket and a lot of looking around for a wait. I normally get this call at home. That's what we saw from the Warriors here uh, as the Celtics battled back and eventually took what was a commanding lead. And really, for folks that didn't watch this game, this is going to be a real shocker when that ticker updates on their phone. How about Celtics fans who decided, ah, screw it, I'm going to bed. This is over. We're losing by 15. We ain't never coming back in this game. I'm going to bed. And they wake up in the morning going, wait, we won? Ah, yeah! <laughs> we did it! We did it! We won! But, I mean, go back. Steph Curry had his 21, uh, 21 of his 34 in the first quarter. Klay Thompson hit a couple of shots early. Otto Porter Jr. had a good first half. He was invisible in the second. Because here's the thing that, you know, you circle a bit. Jordan Poole, 25 minutes played, 2 of 7 from the field, 1 of 5 of three-point range. He was minus 19 in his minutes with 9 points. For the the Celtics, you just look at the contribution that you got a minute or two out of a lot of players, which is always fun that they get into the finals game. It's like, all right, we got a big enough lead. Here's your appearance. Make sure your family's taking a picture. Mm. Right, what? Nick Stouts just got his one minute. He at did. The end. He got him in. He got him in. He got him in. That's my guy. He was <laughs> minus three because he was there for that final shot. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You know what's great about the stat of Steph Curry? It is 21 points most since Michael Jordan. Blah blah blah. Just like the 73 wins they had that year, it doesn't matter because <laughs> you didn't win. You know, I, I want to say, look, there's so many things to get to, and I, I know the it's world an overload. The right world now. is just stunned right now. What we saw again: the Celtics were trailing by 12 going to the fourth quarter. They outscore the Warriors 40 to 16. In the fourth quarter, they hit threes. They're seven out of seven from three-point range. Their defense clamps down on Golden State. Uh, Look, I I told you I thought they would make the Warriors look old over the course of the series. It looks like it's happening in game one because the Warriors had no jump in the fourth quarter. They couldn't stay with, with Boston. They couldn't get the rotations defensively. They couldn't get the shots they wanted. This was Boston. What I Like I said, they're going to make the Warriors look old, and they did. Now, I, off the top of my head, I'm, you know, in the Pantheon, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think back of of fourth quarters like this in in an NBA Finals game, and I I got to think the only thing that is even close to this, okay, this 40 to 16 run by the Celtics to close a game in the fourth quarter was the Lakers fourth quarter against the Celtics to win the title when they they were down what was they, they were down by 13. 
uh, and uh, and it was over, and it was basically okay. L- L- Boston's going to win the title here, back to back in Los Angeles, and the Lakers had that incredible fourth quarter that wound up winning the title. Uh, this is one of the best quarters of basketball in the NBA Finals I've ever seen. Everything the Celtics wanted to do, they did. Uh, you know, they they were able to get their shots, they were able to stop them defensively, and to watch the Warriors walk off the court, not in a hey we're pissed off, we gave it away type way, which is what I expected from Golden State. Like, boy, we were up big, we gave it away. They walked off, they just looked defeated. The heads were down, towels over, the whole thing. Steph Curry looked defeated. Steve Kerr looked like, what just happened to us? This wasn't, man, we had this game, we gave it back to them. This was, oh, boy, what just happened to us? Well, they came and took it. Like, that's the difference, right? It's one where you have a a bad sequence or two this was an entire 12 minutes where you didn't show up right because you get the oh by the way three at the end so 40 to 13 plus that bonus three at the end so it okay, still counts 40 to 16 yeah they people, all count. people in game bet when the no, celtics were down by 16 going i'll right. take the celtics and give me 12 <laughs> no there's no question about it that get to but we're sitting here and obviously you and i conversing in our uh you know, paying the bills and whatever. We're looking at each other going, all right, it's up to 12, it's up to 15. What What's the plan for the second half of the show? <laughs> if this stays a blowout, <laughs> blowout as it was. Now it's a big deal when it's a blowout going the other way, particularly the way the Warriors just were shrinking with every possession. Everyone, every extra pass. The Celtics being better to respond on the extra pass into the lane. It's like, oh, it looks like he's got a layup. No, you're getting contested. Right from the weak side coming over to help you from the strong side circling back. You you didn't have any easy paths to the bucket that you did in the first quarter, and then oddly in the third, it was like Brett Saberhagen in the eighties. Cy oh, Young, bad look at you. season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Cy Young, like the or like the Giants, yeah. World Series, they don't make the playoffs. World Series, don't make the playoffs. Yeah. World no, Series, exactly. don't make the playoffs. Yeah, there's there's a more recent or like the example. Jets, bad, 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 <laughs> bad, worse, bad, worse. Bad, bad, like that. Yeah, no, exactly. that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. level of consistency. Sure. But but you go back and you look at this fourth quarter and the shot selection by the Celtics and, and especially the playmaking from from Jason Tatum because it's very easy to point to his shooting percentage today. But just the montage is all right. He's got the ball. He's dribbling. Double comes. Okay, there's a guy in the corner or there's a guy at the top of the key. And for tonight, those shots all fell and they were open shots. So you would like to think. Highly paid professionals are going to hit with some pretty good accuracy. Again, our failure rate conversation really carrying the day when it came back mm-hmm. to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. But here you had open looks. I dare say you're you're going to see more of those as the series goes on. Because it's not like they're suddenly going to abandon it going, well, that didn't work out for us in game one. And then Jason Tatum gets to go run a buck. Because <laughs> then that's the worst, right? Because if he has a big first half and then you start to collapse on him, what's going to happen? open shots, and then you're wishing and hoping that they're not hitting. So it's certainly curiosity. The other is that they they let them play up front. Uh, The officials did not get baited into some of the contact uh, and things that you would normally see being called a foul, whether it's White or whether it's Marcus Smart. And think about that. How much did that play into the Warriors? 
when you if you're going to let them play, yeah. uh, that always hurts the team that plays defense better, right? If we're going to let them play, all right. Well, the Warriors, the Warriors play defense fine. They're, they're a good Celtics team play defense. elite defense, but right? They, but, but they're also more physical. Defense. Yes. So when you are when you have when you have to worry about that too, this is a game where they let it go. Nothing said the Celtics should have won this game, and yet they still wound up winning this game. Well, I mean, you, you look at it from the Steph Curry stat line, right? So he had six three-point makes in the first quarter. He had seven for the game. Right? Again, seven makes is a, is a damn good night. But after that hot start, that he kind of shrunk away. And he only had four free throw attempts. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get at least a, one nod to it, uh, even a, obliquely from Steve Kerr in the post, about... Yeah the physicality, and being knocked off the ball and some of the calls because he, he did have an offensive foul that went against him mm. at one point and kind of looked incredulously at the official like, really? He's like, no, it was pretty clear that it was a clear out with his forearm uh, that he put into the chest uh, of Marcus Smart. But the fact that he only went to the foul line four times as a mm. team, 11 of 15, because of all the three-point barrage from both squads because, I mean, they kept firing 41 uh, from the Celtics, 45 from the Warriors, not a lot of free throws, only 16 from the the Celtics. But after the two early misses from Tatum, there was only one other miss the rest of the night, 13 of 16. Uh, so you're looking for differences in the game. But certainly the physicality uh, really played a role down the, down the stretch. Uh, they, the Warriors are a game away from staring at a sweep. They are a game away <laughs> from staring at a sweep. Type that out. Woo! Twitter and how about a fresco? And include Kevin Durant because we want his comments. Now, oh, he come on! Are you kidding? He's firing up his computer now at warp speed. Oh, I got my burner accounts. He's got like eight computers. His account, his burner accounts. Yeah, it looks they like Michael me. Michael Douglas's hey, uh, computer system in oh, Wall Street. Yeah. It's all it's all over, man. It I is, found uh, his burner account tonight. They did. What, what, what's his burner account? At Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a couple of other stats that I'm, oh. I'm trying to verify that I've seen out, and I'm like, if those are true, then then it, the mm. mountain is really uh, crumbling on Steph Curry. I've missed Frostburg off the top rope the last couple of years. I'm, I'm so I've missed the off the top rope by Justin Frostburg. I'll tell you, uh, with gas prices soaring at the pump, Discover's got your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn five percent cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to fifteen hundred dollars in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com/rewards. That's discover.com/rewards. Limitations they do apply. Well. We got some more bold predictions after game one of the NBA Final Plus. We're going to hear from Steve Kerr coming up in a few minutes as well. Keep it right here. Our post-game coverage of game one just getting started here on Fox. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I picked the cell. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And tonight, the Celtics on the road in the NBA Finals score 40 points in the fourth quarter and come from 15 down to score a stunning double-digit historic win in game number one. The final score, Boston 120, Golden State 108. There it is, Celtics Radio Network, a shocker of a fourth quarter 
Again, the Celtics outscore the Warriors 40-16 to to take Game 1. The NBA world shaken by this. Uh, we're going to hear from Steve Kerr coming up in a few minutes uh, as he's meeting the media right now. Can't wait to see what he has to say following this loss. But I will tell you Our one performance. thing. I'll, I'll give you a big, bold prediction for Game 2. Yeah, let's go. Is that you are going to see... I, I'm not. I'm not saying you're going to see lineup changes galore for the Warriors, but you are going to see a much different parsing out of minutes by Golden State because they just saw that a 12 point lead isn't enough. All right, a 12 point lead at home is not enough, and they lost by 12. Up by 12 going to the fourth quarter, they lost by 12. You are going to see more minutes for the younger players. You're going to see more minutes. I mean, I'm sure Gary Payton's going to come back and play, and you are going to see something where the Warriors try to extend the. I don't want to say fitness, but like I told you, the Celtics are making the Warriors. They were going to make the Warriors look old. They made them look old tonight in the fourth quarter. They didn't have a lot of gas left, and they went on that kind of run. But some kind of of rotation where you're going to see the younger players play more minutes and they try to push the ball up and down the floor a little bit more than they can because what they did tonight, they have to look at this and go, we can't win this way. We, we what, what we did tonight, we can't win this way. The only hope they they have is that, all right, they're not going to shoot threes like this. They're not going to hit threes like this the next game, but it might not matter. So you're going to see you're going to see some some different changes, some some combinations. Maybe you see a starting lineup change. Maybe you see their version of the death lineup playing together more as they try to run the Celtics up and down the floor. But there's you're going to see a lot of minutes, a lot of players playing different minutes with the Celtics next game. Yeah, curiosity as you finish the game where you have uh, no appearance from Kaminga at all, only one minute for Moody. And then Jordan Poole, he was ineffective in, in his offensive production, uh, two of seven from the field, and he was a liability defensively, uh, minus 19. 25 minutes, nine points, uh, but he also had four turnovers. And there's the big circle that's going to keep you on the bench uh, and maybe take a little of that confidence away uh, of how you're going to respond to a big spot. But the fact that Clay Thompson played 39 minutes, like that's one that you're circling if you're the Celtics, you're feeling good. All right, let's get his his legs in the upper 30s. Not that he hasn't been doing that for the last couple of weeks, but in this type of scenario with the type of defensive pressure that you're putting on in every possession. And for the, the Celtics, they got the monster game offensively out of Al Horford. Some great statistics of how he never made a, a three in college and his first you know handful of seasons in the NBA had like eight. Uh, and now here he is shooting the lights out in game one of an NBA Finals. But wondering, you know, for, for Robert Williams, you know, he had he ended up playing 24 minutes, so a little more sound than I think anybody could have anticipated. Like, he's one of the keys, right? You need – we watch the Warriors go through the West with a lot of points in the paint and being able to work off of the collapse on the outside. Here's the extra pass for an easy bucket. Celtics – the way they've played defense tonight, you weren't getting that easy bucket. You got it in about, what, the first six minutes or so, mm-hmm. right? Because they had three widely uncontested layups. Yeah, they, the they, they looked minutes. out of kilter in the first and six minutes, And yes, then something snapped to the grid, you know, clear the mechanism, Billy Chapel style to, oh, make, to get another sports movie in for love of the game. And all of a sudden that defense was flowing and the bodies were flying. And again, you didn't get the the calls early because that was one of the big concerns, right? Mm-hmm. You suddenly get a foul or two on Smart 
or when White steps in, all of a sudden those rotations change on the other side. But for Steve Kerr, he's got some big decisions to make because you got that explosive offense out of the gate and then it stalled. How do you create more shots and more open opportunities against the Celtics defense that is going to give you a full 48? Yeah, there's there has to be a move to give the younger players more time. And if not, it, it's going to be – you're going to see the Warriors. It's going to be a very familiar script because – when you when you have Clay playing 39 minutes, you can tell ah, it's 39 minutes for Clay. Is that is that good at this point? Uh, you know, he's had a couple of big games in the playoffs, but overall, he's been subpar. You you know, you expect Steph to score 35 a game. He scored 34 tonight, and guess what? You still lost by 12. Uh, there's got to be big sweeping panic changes by Steve Kerr because, like I said, it's you're one game away from looking at a sweep. Look at you, wide you're one game away reform. from looking at being swept. That's how fast it changed in the NBA Finals. Just like that. Look at that. Mm. Yeah, coming up, we I've got a great stat that we're ferreting out regarding Steph Curry's ineffectiveness and lack of winning spirit. And we're going to hear from Steve Kerr coming up next as well. What did he have to say following the Warriors' shocking Game 1 defeat? Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season... 
We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.